Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel, where we have been speaking to travel industry professionals around the world as far as how things have been, what we can expect moving forward, and really excited about today's interview because we actually haven't had somebody on with quite his same background. And so I know that he's going to be able to share a lot of insight um, as far as what what he does, the industry that he works in, or what part of the vertical of the travel industry, but then also what we can kind of expect moving forward. So uh, without further ado, I want to definitely welcome today's guest, who is Ricky Sidimer. He is the CEO of Star Jets International. Ricky, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, well, I'm, I'm really excited about having you uh, here because obviously a lot has changed in the travel industry over the past year. We've seen a lot happened in regards to commercial airlines, but I, I'm personally looking forward to doing more of this deep dive into sort of the private av- aviation space, which is your domain, your area of expertise. Uh, so before we get into all that, would love to see, could you share a bit about your background um, and how you got started in private aviation? Sure. So I started in 2001, but prior to that, uh, I was helicoptering from New York to the Hamptons every Thursday, and I would fly back every Monday morning. Uh, and I did that for a number of years. Uh, and then at my firm, what I was doing, I used to own a broker's firm, stockbroker's firm. So uh, I would do top 10 brokers for the month, take a private jet to Vegas. So I became familiar with the inefficiencies of private jet marketplace. So in 2001, I sold my stock brokerage firm and I opened up a company called Blue Star Jets, which was the first private jet brokerage firm uh, in the country. Uh, And I started that in 2001. I ran it for 16 years and I did uh, over $800 million in revenue over 16. I sold it, and then in 2000, at the end of 2016, my clients are calling me. I'm at my pool in the Hamptons, and uh, I'm, you know, I started working again from the Hamptons. And then at the end of the summer, uh, we came back to the city, and my wife says, "You got to get the hell out of the apartment." So uh, I started up again, Star Jets International, and uh, we're having fun. That's amazing. So uh, it's so it's so interesting to just see like how like you kind of got into it and then took a little bit of a step back and then and and it's brought you back. So there's clearly a bit of a, a passion for it as well. Well, the demand is tremendous. It's, it's really going through the roof right now with COVID. COVID's been unfortunate for everybody and for businesses, airlines. Uh, but when there when there's Disasters, any any disasters, our business, private aviation, really thrives. We had a lot of people who were on the bubble or elderly, and you know, used to fly commercial, and they're just scared to fly commercial now. Uh, and I mean, every single day, I have my parents are elderly. I need to get them, you know, up from Florida or wherever they're going. Yeah, like ten calls a day. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And that, I, I, I mean, it just, obviously, as you said, like a, when you ever, you have a sort of like situation like this, I mean, people, people just generally uh, 
kind of lean towards more of those private experiences. And obviously, you know, with that, with aviation, that's certainly a huge, huge uh, part of it. So it, it only makes sense. So, so with that being said, um, did you make any changes over this past year or like update, like what were, were there any like different things that you did with business or was it just kind of like it was rolling in just kind of like, uh, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. So I have a pretty established book of clients, uh, a lot of referral business, ton, ton of referrals. Uh, also, the, you know, the business changed a little bit uh, when the COVID first hit. I did a couple of big, big trips for uh, clients that were moving masks, Shanghai, China, okay, yeah, gloves to the states. Mm-hmm. So I did a few jumbo jet cargo trips, uh, and I moved about fourteen million masks at the beginning at the beginning of COVID. So you know, whatever it takes for us to do business, and you know. We're very, very flexible and very nimble. Yeah, which is great. And obviously, because you've been doing it for so long, you know, you can cut, you can kind of roll with it. You're like, okay, we've generally, you've either A, seen it before, or if you haven't, you've seen something civil, similar and it's enough to kind of like figure out the best way of, of getting it done. Well, we have access to 15,000 jets, uh, helicopters, turboprops, all private jets, jumbo jets, cargo jets, air ambulance. So in the spur of the moment, we can, we can get anything. Yeah, exactly. Which is amazing. And obviously not something that just anybody can say. So uh, kudos to you guys. Um, so w- that being said, actually, uh, there, I think there were some kind of like big announcements recently. I guess Starjets just hit record revenues for Q1, right, of 2021. Is that, did I read that correctly and doing some research? We did. We did. It's our biggest quarter ever. We did three. Six million. Uh, you know, I expect that the quarters and the revenue gains will continue. Uh, I, you know, I'm trying to do a lot of things right now uh, with the company. I mean, the goal really is to try to get the company to 200 to 300 million per year in revenue. So we're we're really, you know, just coming out of the batter's box right now. So yeah. Getting, beginning of what we're looking to do. Which is a really exciting place to be in. So um, I know we kind of talked, you mentioned it a little bit, obviously, like in times like this, um, it just kind of drives business your way. But, you know, would you say that was heavily that? I mean, what else do you think has kind of like pushed the business to that sort of like next level? Well, uh, yeah, I've been doing this a long time. So I know what marketing efforts work and what don't work. So I'm able to, you know, push the ones that work. Uh, you know, I do a lot of advertising, a lot of pay-per-click on uh, on the web, uh, and I'm looking to do a lot of television advertising. Uh, that's, that's, oh, that's uh, awesome! Really create brand awareness uh, on business channels and news channels. Oh, that's great! No, that I, I mean, we'll see, a, we'll see a lot of that coming. So great. Um, so that being said, um, in your opinion, 
uh, I would love to hear like where you actually see, obviously with your, with your years of experience and, and everything that you're doing and certainly being on the pulse of things, where do you see the future of private aviation and maybe even both the short term and the long term? I mean, well, it makes right, it, yeah. Yeah. Right now it's a $30 billion per year industry and it's projected in the next five years to go to a hundred billion. So there's going to be tremendous growth over the next five years. And it's going to continue. You'll see a lot of different products come out. There'll be electric planes coming out and, you know, helicopters, you know, jump, jumping to cities. And, you know, we'll have access to all, to everything. You know, all of it, everything, you know, we'll be able to accommodate their requests. But, you know, the growth in the industry and the business is going to be exponential. So, you know, we expect to take that ride. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's, it now seems to be the, the time. Are there, are you expecting like more, more of, of these opportunities where people are kind of like booking like seats on private jets and that sort of, I mean, cause we've obviously seen more of that trend towards that. The, the, the seat business has never been a successful model. In private aviation, there's too many variables. Uh, you know, people travel from different places. Do they have babies? Do they have pets? Do they have, uh, I mean, COVID is a big, you know, uh, item at this point. Uh, consideration. Uh, there's too many variables in the seat business. I mean, if you want to fly commercial, fly commercial. If you want to fly a private jet, fly a private jet. I mean, I had. One client yesterday fly from Scottsdale to Zurich nonstop. I mean, that's, those are the, you know, that's an exceptional client, but those are the trips that we're looking for. We're looking for clients, fly all the time, fly for business, fly for leisure, um, and, you know, can be consistent clients year round. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. And, and I mean, those are obviously the ones. And, you know, when you're talking about, um, you know, how that is a tricky business for those that are, are listening that might not know kind of what you're me- what you're referring to is that obviously, you know, if you're flying more of the, if you're selling seats on these sort of private planes, I mean, it has to do with like fill, filling it up and whether people are wanting to make those. those Every seat business. business that I know has not succeeded. Oh yeah. Really? So I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay away from that. Business. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, well, that, but that's also, that's really good to know as far as like an, an industry insider, because obviously from the outside, from a consumer's perspective, that seems like it can be a, a catchy, cool thing. Um, but I guess it would also kind of depend on like where the legs and like, what are the common. It's, it's like I said, it's just too many variables. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's too difficult. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. It's hard to make, it's hard to make money in the seat business as well. Yeah. Well, exactly. You don't that, sell all the seats, and you and you have to fly anyway. You know, you're gonna lose money. Yeah. Very true. I, I had a guy years ago. I had a guy at L.A. who was doing seats, New York, L.A. or New York, Vegas, back and forth, and the guy was getting killed, and he was begging me to give him money and partner in the business. I said, no chance. Wow. And is he still in business today? You don't have to say. 
he was he was out of business within 12 months. Wow. I've been begging you for money. That's interesting. Well, that's again, it's you know, it's another thing that's that's kind of it's just interesting to see a little bit more of the inside, like the a different side of it, because again, as consumers, people are looking at it from a different different standpoint. And so whether it actually like makes sense and the the viability of it long term. I, I don't like it. Personally, I don't like it. <laughs> no, you want to fly a private jet. Do Start it. the whole private jet. Commit the whole to commit to the whole thing. I get it. I totally get it. I get it. I definitely have uh, many private clients that I've booked as well. So it, I certainly understand. Understand. You know, I have that. a lot of clients who, for business, like they'll fly. Like I booked a trip today. Guys go from New York to Dallas to Houston, back to New York in two days. He's taking uh, eight people from work, and he's got meetings. So. You know, obviously, he's going to talk about multi-million-dollar contracts, and to take a private jet for you know twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars, take his team down and be on his own time, and then get his team back and go to different cities and not have to waste time two, three hours in the airport at each stop. He literally is going to take off. He's going to get to the airport ten minutes before he has to leave. Get on the plane, fly to Dallas. And at the end of the day, he's going to get back on the plane 10 minutes before, fly to Houston, have dinner in Houston, have his meetings in Houston the next day, and then fly back. And he's not wasting any time. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly, you know, one of the biggest benefits to it is to really kind of maximize your time. And in that particular case, that's a great example, because I think, um, again, sometimes all too often people are just thinking about, oh, it's like maybe just like a a family of two or four and it's like oh does that necessarily make sense and obviously to each his own and it also depends on location the experience all of that um but even like from a business standpoint that really makes sense as well too so um the other side of it is the leisure side i mean if you have a family of if you're two adults three kids two nannies and you go into st bart's for two weeks you know first class is going to cost you a fortune anyway, you might as well take uh, a private jet. Yeah, exactly. And that's always a, an interesting thing is that sometimes people don't take that into consideration. It's like, well, by the time you pay for XYZ first class tickets, you might as well just obviously, you know, char- charter your own and then you've got everything that's on your clock and it's a far more streamlined process. Exactly. And you have to go through the airport again, not two hours or three hours before. Drive up. You used to be able to drive up to the plane in New York. Uh, you know, they'll take your luggage. You're on the plane in literally five minutes. Yeah, which is so so simple and smooth. So, um, so that being said, when I, uh, let's look at the industry kind of like as a whole. Um, you know, quite a, sort of like moving forward. Lots of variables that go into this for sure. Nobody's holding you to it, but I mean, what predictions are you sort of seeing in the future of luxury? travel, whether luxury travel, even like maybe the international aspect of it as well, too. Um, are they, are we just going to be continuing to see more of this want and need for this sort of private experience? Um, what do you think? Yeah, well, what's happening now is with COVID is that now that everybody's being vaccinated, different countries are opening up. Uh, people are, have been cooped up for so long. Everybody wants to travel. Travel is going crazy right now. 
So there's a lot of people that want to just get away, uh, go away with the families, go to their country house or the second house or the third house where, you know, I, I'm seeing a lot of demand, a tremendous amount of demand. Uh, Europe now is starting to open up, so that's getting a little bit easier. Caribbean's opening up. And as long as you have a COVID, negative COVID test within three days, uh, and except Canada, Canada is still not open. Yes. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, Canada is also definitely very very, very different. They're, they're, they're doing things at their own pace over there. You still, I want you to quarantine for like 10 to 14 days. If you I know. I know it's, it's, and that's where it obviously gets very tricky as far as like coming out of this, because, um, you know, I know you're touching on, on international travel, but everybody's got their own protocols and their, what they want to, what their requirements and, um, and even just how, where they are and where they're handling things, their infrastructure. So, uh, this is, even though it feels pretty great right now for us in the U S, you know, taking the into consideration, that bigger picture is, um, it's going to be, and I still think an interesting year to get kind of like everybody up to speed, so to say. But people want to travel. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know people definitely want to travel. Travel's like the. <laughs> they are ready to go. I mean, every place is, if, if you want to go to the Hamptons, you want to go to Nantucket, I mean, there's no availability. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Especially for the summer. And it's interesting too, because there is this time that people are like, oh yeah, nobody's traveling yet. And it's like, oh, but they are. And yes, they have also planned too. So you need to get on. I mean, I have a lot of people from LA going there. So, um, so that being said to kind of, um, to, to just kind of like, you know, wrap things up and, and for those that are listening, um, obviously, you know, as much as a, the, a challenge the pandemic has been, it's obviously allowed for, you know, people are making different decisions when it comes to how they're traveling. Um, are there any new projects or developments happening on your side? I know you kind of mentioned that, you know, down the line with, with private aviation, we can definitely expect some new things, but for you all specifically with your company, anything, you know, interesting that that's going well, on. A, that you I share? don't know if you know this, but I'm a public company. Uh huh. So, uh, we're going to be looking to make acquisitions, uh, a lot of, a lot of them actually, uh, over the next, uh, few months and beyond. And we expect that our revenues will grow rapidly. Uh, and, uh, you know, love the business, we love the space, it's fun, you never know who's going to call, and, uh, you know, it's just very enjoyable. It's true. It is. It is a very uh, exciting space to be in, and as a former concierge, and now obviously, you know, a little bit more on my own, I definitely am familiar with your space, and uh, I think that's certainly part of the excitement of it, is that you never know what you're going to get asked for on a, on a regular basis. And you, every day, you never, every know what, day. What, you never know what you're going to get. But then it's also fun to be able to, you know, pull off the, the seemingly impossible and make it possible and, and uh, kind of watch it all come together. So it's definitely an exciting business that you're in. It is fun. <laughs> yes. Every day. Yeah, of course. It's not even work. That's awesome. Hey, that's on, that's by the way, the best, the best attitude to sort of have with it for sure. So, 
Um, that's great. So for everybody that has uh, been tuning in, if they um, want to find out more, where can they go and find out more information? Yeah, so you can go to my website, starjetsinternational.com. Call me. Not my phone number. No, you don't have to put your phone number here. But they can at least you start can with call you. me. You can email me. My email is rs at starjetsintl.com. Happy to get some quotes for you, furnish you with anything, any jet, any time, any place is what we do. Access to 15,000 aircraft worldwide on demand. Four hours notice. Awesome. That's amazing. So, well, I will make sure that we have certainly those details in the show notes. Uh, so for anyone that's been tuning in, you want to find out more information or certainly get in contact, we will have all of that as well, too. So um, that being said, want to thank you so much, Ricky. Really appreciate it. So great okay, to find thanks out. thanks again. Pardon? I said thanks again. Of course. And it's great to just find out a bit more as far as like, what you're doing and uh, certainly the private aviation space, which is it is a very exciting time for that um, has been, but is even, I think, more so going forward. So we'll do it again in a few months. Yes, definitely. Well, thanks so much. And for everybody that's tuning in at home, um, we'll have all the details here. And as always, don't forget to say yes to travel. 